0: You are now tuned into the Holistic Educators podcast, a podcast-inspiring lifelong learning. I'm Brittany.
1: And I'm Nikki. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking to all of you about the power of the moon on your health. Specifically today, what we're going to be looking at is the impact of the moon on the female body, the moon and your mind. There's a lot of good stuff there. And the wild woman archetype as well.
0: And we'll take a look at how you can receive the right energy from the moon, some moon rituals that you can look at to try out this month and how sleep and the full moons go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And just before we begin, I wanted to remind all of you guys that we do have a Patreon page. If you're inclined to support us, you can go onto our Patreon, Um, the link is down below. And that's where you can find a lot of uh, resources. So we have worksheets, strategies, and PDFs um, to all of our presentations.
1: Perfect. Okay, well, let's get started and begin with the importance of the moon really quickly. So what we kind of wanted to start with for all of you is to show that the moon is very symbolic. And in many cultures, it's actually identified as a symbol of feminine power. Um, So with that kind of being said, in other cultures as well, it is a very spiritual symbol, right? So like if we look at India, for example, and we're going to get into that a little bit later too, a lot of the moon controls the flow of the water and the cycles that we constantly kind of look at on a day-to-day basis. Mm
0: Yeah. And um, a lot of religions actually have this outlook on the moon and specifically, like you mentioned, um, in Hinduism, they they do fast when it comes to like the new moon and the the full moon. So all of the um, things we're going to take a look at here have Mm -hmm. some sort of um, like either ancestral or or ancient kind of um, energy and knowledge. And so this is not just, you know, us making it up. There's so much much on the moon. And there are a lot of connotations as well when it comes to the moon. So um, Nikki, you mentioned like it being a feminine symbol, Um, the idea that the moon is mysterious. So when you look at tarot card decks, the moon represents mystery and things that are hidden. So it's really interesting when it comes to um, the literature and sort of how people have seen this symbol over
1: time. So we'll take a look at that. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a really nice and fun presentation. So where we want to begin, actually, is how the moon impacts your health, because little or a lot, it does hold a lot of power over our bodies. Now, I guess when we're looking here, we'll start with the the moon's impact on women. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So um, I'm bringing
0: this up because it's something that I've been quite interested in reading a lot lately. And it's how the woman's menstrual cycle kind of coincides with the moon cycle. Now, this is information that, you know, whether you're a woman or a man, um, it can be interesting to just kind of understand how over time men- menstrual cycles um, and women were looked at. Um, so when it comes to the full moon, we know that, or sorry, when it comes to the moon phases, we know that it's about 20 days long or so, mm-hmm. and this coincides perfectly with the um, the, the woman's cycle. Um, in history or in the past, there have been these traditions or these stories um, where the different types of moon cycles would affect you in a different way. Meaning, if you were a red on a red moon cycle, it meant that you were a creative, a passionate, uh, independent person. Um, this is where your ovulation would fall. And in a white moon cycle, you are to be um, a maturing, uh, sorry, a maternal, a nourishing, and a um, n- n- nourishing person mm. when it comes to. Um, the things that you would do in the communities that you were in. And this was your ovulation fell on the full moon. And it's really interesting the way that these these women were looked at depending on their moon cycles. And it's not like today, right, where we're very discreet as women when we are on our menstrual yeah. cycles, right? Um, back in the day, the, the whole community would know uh, which women were men- menstruating. Um, so it's really interesting, right? It's kind of a community. Yeah, it's, a diff- it's different. But um, the way that they would look at these different women where they would really, really value the white moon cycle women because they represented um, fertile motherly women. And so when you were a red moon cycle woman, um, you were more of like a a giver or like a um, healer in the community. You were very strong and passionate. So not to say that that wasn't needed in the community, but it it was, weren't as, um, um, how can I say, they weren't as um, like sought after. So it's it's interesting, though, because throughout our life um, as women, we can actually flip in and out between these two. So at different phases in our life, just like the different phases in an actual lunar cycle, um, we could be going through these different things. So there is going to be there is going to be a time where we are more focused on creative, um, you know, endeavors. And then there is a time where we want to be a little bit more maternal and, you know, use our inward uh, our inward energy. So. The idea of talking about this now in like the 21st century is the whole idea that we can reclaim our moon cycles, and um, they used to call it their moon, and we can realize like with whatever cycle we're in, the potential we have as a woman, Mm because it's unfortunate when we think of ourselves as, you know, one way or another, women are very complex beings, and they can be passionate as well as maternal. So um, just something to think about, and we'll touch on, I'll have a, you know, some more to talk about this uh, later on.
1: So, yeah, 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 But you know what? It's so fascinating. Like, you know, just the even idea of the twenty-eight days of a cycle of a of female menstruation cycle versus like the moon. That that in itself, like, is fascinating to me. And it, I think there's a lot of studies that need to be done. I feel like there should be more emphasis mm-hmm. on this because, wow, like, talk about Mother Nature doing her work. That's incredible. absolutely.
0: And I'll, just yeah. for anyone, I'll post a link to the article that I've I've read. But there's tons of information. And again, if it's not um. You know, h- concrete s- scientific evidence—it it should be looked at oh, as yeah. support.
1: I do agree. Yeah. Absolutely, because there's a lot more that goes on with the, within the female body alone that sometimes science can't explain. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This ties in really well here with the moon on my mind because uh, little or a lot, and physicians have actually agreed to this our bodies are made up of 70% water. And on full moon days, it actually allows the water within to flow a lot more freely. So that has been actually accepted in um, scientific literature, which is really good because I think it does, the moon does affect our moods Quite a bit more than we realize, in the way we feel, which, like, we're gonna get into that a little bit later. And, um, the other thing that was really interesting through studies, and I, I really liked this YouTuber, her name was Annie or not was she's still alive, thank god, uh, Annie Tarasova. So, she is a great YouTuber who had a lot of info to say about the moon. So, we'll link her down below as well. Anyways, she was explaining how all meta holds frequencies, including the moon. So, with that being said, that meta can actually affect the way we think, the way we act, and the way our thoughts actually flow freely or unfreely. So like we said, during specific times of um, the moon phases can affect the way our thoughts happen. And I have a slide on that a little bit later that we'll look at. But the really cool thing is that even stars and planets hold meta frequencies. So when you actually wish upon a star, there could be truth to how and why it comes true because of the meta that's a part of it. So that's really fascinating in itself. And like, you know, the history of why do we wish upon stars? Like, where does this whole basis and ideology come from? Or even when the moon is out in a certain way, like, why do we feel it holds more power? And this is actually the scientific background as to where it came from. So it's very, very interesting. Now, the moon also affects our subconscious mind. And what happens is, you know, we have our conscious thoughts but we also have subconscious ones that we don't really think about. And when there's a full moon present, it actually allows for the subconscious thoughts to come out. So it pushes them to the front. So you may have had this thought in your subconscious for a very long time and not realize it. Uh, And then one day, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Like, that's a really good idea. And a lot of it does have to come down with the moon pushing it forward. So really, really interesting. And it can affect our personality as well. The other cool thing that the science has proven is that this can happen within animals as well. So it's not just humans, but animals can be affected uh, quite frequently from a full moon arising. So really interesting stuff here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of like the werewolf. (laughs) When I was growing
0: up, there was a show called Big Wolf on Campus and yes. every time the full moon would happen this this guy would turn into a werewolf and we see this this idea in a lot of um tv shows but it's funny yeah like to think about the the impact that it has on not just humans but animals as yeah, well animals, yeah how they can act differently with the different uh faces
1: i gotta tell you a little bit later in the presentation i have a historical fact for you Brittany, of um history and like people using the moon like we'll get into it but it just because you you mentioned the werewolves it, it's gonna be pretty funny oh that's awesome i can't
0: wait Yeah, (laughs) Um, I'm a big fan of werewolves, Um, which which brings me to uh, the wild woman archetype. Now, I know we're talking about the moon, but I thought I'd insert this here because to me, the wild woman archetype is a woman who, um, you know, it it sort of reminds me of the red moon cycle woman who she is so fierce. She is so capable and strong and doesn't really need anyone else, but Mm -hmm. essentially um, is told that, you know, you're not as favored because you're not maternal or you're not pure um so i want to bring up the wild woman archetype as uh, a way for maybe people nowadays to think you know how can i still be a complex woman um right. how how can i be a true my true self and embrace all of those parts of me so um i put here being woman is not just a phase right so we're we go through this our whole life and just like yeah. the changes like we develop we change we grow And the energy, like, and I know we're going to talk about it, but the energy that we're able as, as women and as people in general to harness from the moon can really uplift and empower us. Um, And I I have here moon goddess status. I feel like that's something that even in 2020, we can still, you know, kind of become this goddess who um, really is in, in charge of her life and the things that she wants to kind of offer to the world. Um, So a wild woman's nature coupled, this is just kind of just an example, but coupled with the understanding that we're going to take from like learning about the lunar cycles, I I believe it can bring us back to our ancestral way of being. Um, ancestral way of nourishing ourselves in the world, so those women who were either in the white moon cycle or the red moon cycle they all had a they, they all had a purpose insist in the community at the time mm. but they like I said they switched throughout their lives so maybe when you're a child or when you're in your you know younger teen years, your moon phase is in this red cycle, so you are creative you are passionate you're dr- driven um, but then you know maybe later on uh, in your life you do change to this white white um moon cycle and then you do you start to soften and but I want to point out that um, a wild woman has all of those qualities inherently like they are soft and fierce at the same time um, mm-hmm. so a, a really cool Instagram that I think everyone should follow it is really really beautifully mm-hmm. done um, called rising woman um, or rising woman rather says here what the definition of a wild woman is um, a, a woman who has reclaimed her birthright as an emotional and powerful being, a woman who does not conform to society's expectations of her gender, but dances to the beat of her own drum, she is sensitive and soft and fierce and honest, a truth seeker, wisdom carrier, a message of her ancestors. Mm-hmm. And I think this is just so perfect because nowadays women are um, do carry a, a different kind of burden. They they are they are able to be you know um, themselves, but there is still like a pressure. So the whole idea of this and in, in connection with the moon um, is just to let you know that like the moon energy that we'll talk about and you know these small shifts that happen on a planetary level that we don't maybe notice they all do have an effect on who we are so the the pull that you feel in your life at a certain point um, it could be that part of your life needs to happen like you're in the right place at the right time kind of thing so I don't know I just thought there was something
1: interesting to bring up. Yeah, I really like that Instagram page, Rising Woman. Mm-hmm. I, I follow her too. And I like as well, she has these little guides. I think they're moon meditations as well that she put forth on her page that um, I, some of them are free, but they they have the zodiac ones too. So based mm-hmm. off of your zodiac sign, like you can go in and enjoy it, which is awesome. So yeah, definitely a good place to to check out for sure. It's a wonderful page. So with that being said, and I think like it all flows together, it's, we want to make sure that you're able to receive the right energy as well, especially during a full moon and, you know, building upon the powers that the the energies that the moon can bring you. But something through the research that I found is that you got to be a little bit more calm on a full moon if you're going to try and receive the energy. Because little or a lot, when there is a full moon, there's more energy present that we're able to receive. So the best thing to do is to you know, practice meditation, practice intention setting, which is really important to ensure that you're receiving the best capable forms of the energy that you can harness, right? And sometimes it's weird, but if you're going into a full moon, really upset and mad, you're able to carry these emotions over. And those intentions that you set might not come true because of the energy that you're harnessing and pulling through. So it's quite important that you do have the right energy. And I remember one of, um, my spiritual guides. We've mentioned her before, Amy. She like we we had like talked about her in a previous episode, mm-hmm. but she was the one that kind of taught me a lot of this stuff, right? Like with the intention setting as well. That it it's crucial. Like we really our frequencies that we put out. Whoa, they come back to us. So it is quite important, and that's why you know we're such like Brittany and I are such advocates of journaling as well. Is ensuring that um, you know you can allow all those emotions to come through because sometimes and even for for women too when it's the time of the month and we feel very a little bit I don't want to say crazy but uh, sporadic and emotional a lot of those suppressed emotions throughout the rest of the month have a tendency to come full out on our our times of the month. So it is important that we are looking at what we're suppressing and addressing it throughout the month before it all comes out in one big attack. Because whoa, like we've all been there. We know that feeling of uh, being out of control. And it, it, it unfortunately is, is hard to deal with when it all comes out at once. So that's something that we have to work uh, towards a little bit with with the power of the moon. But Anyways, one interesting thing as well, and it all ties together, but there's this really interesting historical uh, fact about the moon. And back in ancient times, so you know how like Brittany, you brought up the werewolves, they go crazy, they come out and they're like, rawr, when it's a full moon. Yeah. Well, people back in the day actually would blame the moon for the reasons why they would act out all strange and weird or commit a crime, for goodness sakes. So they would say, it's the energy of the moon, it's the energy of the moon. It allowed all these suppressed emotions in my soul. That's why I I went and I killed that person or whatever. And what happened is they would literally go to court and say, yeah, I'm blaming it on the moon. So they <laughs> they, they would plead lunacy is what it was called. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then what would happen is for a while, the courts would give them a lighter sentence because of the fact that they were pleading lunacy. So it was like a real thing in ancient times that many people and tons and tons of villagers would lose their mind during a full moon. Um, and so when you look at the word lunatic, that's where it comes from, right? The the whole idea of when the full moon is out, we tend to kind of lose our emotions. So I thought that was so interesting. And I just recently mm-hmm. found this out, but they when they had to do this after, when they were, they were saying like, okay, a lot of people are using this as an excuse, the government at the time had to go back and recreate laws so that people weren't using lunacy as an excuse over and over because Could you imagine today people going to court and saying, like, I broke into that house. I stole that Prada bag because of of a full moon, right? With suppressed emotions that I had. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's really, really funny. But um, what we would like you to get from this slide is to just be intact of your emotions throughout the month, right? Really try to set those manifestations and those intentions because they will follow you through and uh, little or a lot, that moon holds power. So it's best to try to try and make that meditation come through and, and to manifest accordingly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think that fact is so funny though, about mm-hmm. the, um, the lunacy, because yeah. we do kind of, there are phrases or idioms that we use in everyday life when we say, Oh, once in a blue moon, or it only happens, you know, on a blue moon. And these are all these, uh, a blue moon is like a rare moon, right? So yeah. we, we have this incorporated in like our language. It's funny that it was part of the laws. Um, But I guess, yeah, in time, they had to change that
1: because... Right? Everybody's like... So I think the the court should have said, get a journal, start meditating, okay? (laughs) Put all your, your manifestations down and deal with those suppressed emotions hilarious I so know kind of. <laughs> um but I mean speaking
0: of journaling I, I always think that yeah keeping a record of like your are like we talked about in our last episode with the mood tracker the app that you suggested but even just like journaling and seeing how every day you know you're feeling and, and what sort of surrounding um your your energy at that time because then when you do look back later on let's say and if, if you do want to see okay what was I thinking about during that time what right. did I what was I manifesting, whether consciously or subconsciously, around the time of, you know, this, this part in the in the lunar cycle, and then you can see, right, um, I actually think it's really cool, uh, because you can use, like you said, Nikki, the, the moon to help you in different ways, yes. so in each phase of the moon, you can actually use the energy in a different way, and um, obviously, when we're talking about manifesting, and creating, and, and wanting to, our dreams to come true, uh, knowing when, the energies are right to do so it, it's, it's going to help you. So the, we talked about um, receiving, okay. Receiving uh, energy from the moon. So that is the best time to do that is to receive is during a new moon. Mm-hmm. So a new moon is when you would create new habits, when you would sit, set intentions, when you would um, clear your, you know, not clear your space, but when you would like add something beautiful to your space, plant seeds, you right. would set something up for, you know, manifestation whereas the full moon is this place of release so it's where you would kind of try and let go of things um I've done something once where like I did write it was like a meditation thing I followed I wrote things down that you wanted to release and then you burnt that like outside in a pot um so there's so many things like and there's a really good book I'll link to called moon power and I think that there's um you know for every different zodiac sign there's something you could focus on for that moon because um, as you know like the different moons they'll they'll kind of trans um, sorry they'll travel through the signs and um, that's also specific right to what energies are happening so i thought i'd just share something for the upcoming new moon that's um, that will be on july 20th and this is a new moon in cancer and it's uh, the time to work on inner child work so cancer being a sign that's very maternal, uh, this is a good time to work on those kind of relationships that you have with like your inner child or anything that you have to do around, um, you know, your childhood or, or parenting. So I just suggested if you wanted to, you can go to a quiet place, you can light a candle, you can have something that reminds you of your childhood and you can ask yourself these questions. So are you in touch with your inner child? Do you take things personally much of the time? Do you tend to overmother people? And is there something you long to do that is outside of your comfort zone? Mm-hmm. So these kind of questions um, take, taken from Moon Power, um, they will actually help you and guide you towards like what you can focus on with that particular energy that's, that's coming up. So this is like a current energy, but generally around the new moon and the full moon, you have this opportunity to release things and to receive things. And one more thing I wanted to mention is uh, I've heard of different ways you could do this. So you could actually just start, let's say, on the new moon of that month and set an intention and see if it happens within that cycle. But another way is really um, it takes a bit longer, a bit more patience, and it is setting an intention on right. the, um, the sign of the new moon. So, for example, in January, there was a new moon in Cancer. And oh, sorry, in January, there was a, a full moon in Cancer. So that's like you release something. And then six months later, when it completes, Okay, so it's a new moon in Cancer. You have six months to see if your manifestation. Oh, okay. So if you look that up, you can find like the, the moon list. And then Very you can just see yourself, you know. But you can also re- uh, reflect. So we always talk about reflecting going back. But this is a good way to see, okay, yeah, where last month was I, you know, a little bit more moody? Or where was I perhaps thinking about this, um, this thing in my life a lot? And then has it shown up in the present? Yeah.
1: I think that's such a good idea. And, mm-hmm. like, even if you do have those mood uh, tracking apps to see if it co- like, uh, correlates with the moon and if there is any co- like connection, because I feel like it would just make so much more sense and alleviate the question of why do I act this way or why am I feeling so sporadic or all these thoughts. And I, I think this is a really good idea. I love the, this is, oh, July 20th. So Monday, right? Like yeah, so is, the, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's actually, I it's, it coincides perfect, yeah. like our episode with this moon that's coming
0: yeah. up that's perfect it's a good time for everyone to kind of use this and reflect and then of course if you guys uh would like a bit more information about like Mm -hmm. other things that we can kind of offer you that but yeah this is something like current that you can try love um, that you
1: know there's an app too i'm just going to quickly throw it in but um i probably have told you told you it before but it's called skyview light and essentially it's a free app where you actually get to it has the coordinates of the sky and if you put the phone up in the air it acts as like a 3d grid of where the moon is where the planets are every single star like vega like you can literally see it in real time and where the iss is so if like you're wondering like okay where where is the moon and what phase is it in tonight for example like you can put your little phone even in your house and you can look up into the sky i know it'll be your ceiling but it'll show you where everything is overhead and Sometimes like that could be really cool to have like a proper visual or see, oh, whoa, Jupiter is really close tonight or Saturn is really near. Um, I think these things are amazing. So I'll have to I'll download, download that. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> I know. We're both like, we've got to yeah. do this. going <laughs> to be out there. I just <laughs> like because crystal. you mentioned the app, um, there's, there is there um, is an app called Moon. It's just okay. called the Moon app. And it literally shows you what the moon looks like. In every every day, so but it's just a moon, and it just says like the percentage if it's waning or waxing, and then that's all the information you really get from that app. But it's beautiful because you see like a moon um, yeah. in its different transitions. But I, I love that the one that you suggested where you can
1: see the whole, you know, the whole, the whole sky. Yeah, and you can also see um, like your zodiac and the star formation of your zodiac. So yeah. that's really nifty too. Like I think I can't remember what it was like literally a few nights ago that I saw the full, the little um, you know, the constellation mm-hmm. in the full effect, which was amazing. Cause I, it's hard with the naked eye, but then when you have an app, it, it kind of helps you see like, Oh yeah, there it is. So yeah, definitely recommend it. I always we'll tell link, We'll link them both down below. Cause I think they're, yeah. they're both good to have. Absolutely. All right. Well, I guess this kind of leads us to sleep and full moons as well, right? You always want to have a good sleep, but this information that I will be presenting comes from the current biology report and and, uh, the video is from how stuff works. So if you, if you all want to kind of look in there a little bit deeper, we'll link that below as well. Anyways, I thought this was interesting. So, In 2013, Current Biology actually did a whole consensus and study of 33 cases of people in sleep, okay? So they put them in the lab on and off, and they kind of assessed their sleep, and they tried to look and see if they could notice why people don't sleep. Now, anyways, it was interesting because they looked at brain activity, melatonin levels, and it wasn't until they went out one night, these scientists together, it was a full moon, and they were like, oh, I wonder if the moon has an effect on why some of our participants are not sleeping. So they went back, they started charting it, like when people were awake, when people weren't sleeping, when they were restless. And what they found out was really interesting. So this is what came up. And based off of a full moon and as your sleep leads towards a full moon. So what they said was that on nights of a full moon, the participants actually took five minutes longer to fall asleep. So I know it's not much, but I mean, it's interesting nonetheless. Mm -hmm. The other thing is they slept for 20 minutes less, which was also really interesting. Um, Their EEG activity related to their sleep fell by 30%. So again, the moon's playing little tricks on us. Melatonin levels dropped, and the participants said they did not feel refreshed the next day whatsoever after a full moon. And again, now knowing that the moon carries meta and a lot of frequencies, it could be keeping these people up. They might have a lot more going on in their mind. Maybe um, meditation on a full moon is more important, so you sleep. But it, again, this is something to think about, right? Like if you're if you're noticing sleep trouble troubles on certain nights, maybe look and check when the full moon is out and if it has anything to do with it. But uh, very very intriguing information, nonetheless. So, mm-hmm. and it's interesting that you mentioned like that they slept. Um,
0: it took them longer to fall asleep. Normally when it's a new, uh, sorry, when it's a new moon and it's dark, um, you know, I find that it's easier to fall asleep because everything's dark. Like there's, there's no light, Um, but there's always something about a new moon, uh, sorry, a full moon. When you see it in the sky, like it's, for me, I sleep with the window open when there's like a full moon, just so I can see it. Um, It's distracting to sleep. That's kind of like, that's
1: interesting. I have to pay attention next time right i know now these people here were in a lab so they couldn't they couldn't see it but it still was holding the frequencies of, okay of the so imagine mm. and then uh, i there's another thing that people do because if these people didn't get to see the moon
0: it just shows you that it still has an effect right but being yeah. able to visually see the moon uh, a lot of people have done this it's called moon bathing and you literally okay. go out there and you you bask in the moon for like a little bit it's, um, yeah, and it's supposed to help you, uh, again, receive the information and the, the energy from these different places, from these different phases, rather.
1: So fascinating to me. Like, we have mm-hmm. this moon to be enjoying it much, much more. But, <laughs> yeah, okay, like, we well, should definitely look at, look at it when we can this could be some homework, right, Britt? Like, uh, give people some homework. Well, I'll start with the first piece of homework that we have for you. We really want all of you to set an intention on the next full moon um, and meditate and try to attract the positivity that we're mentioning. So try your best to keep the negative energy out when you're setting your intention. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. And um,
1: if you do keep a journal or or whether you use the app or not
0: you can start to now piece together so you can identify any suppressed emotions that you're holding um, that you want to address and and this is talking about the full moon but as well like um if you know because the full moon full moon will be coming up but the new moon here if there's anything you did want to kind of um again set as well to like you know to have um that would be good too Um, Mm-hmm. Should I do the last one here? Yes, please. All please. right. So another thing that I just thought would be interesting for the, the people that do have a menstrual cycle there, um, if you're not already tracking it, which I think it's interesting if you do, yeah. <laughs> um, you can track it now along with the moon. So you can see where about is the moon in its phase and where are you in your menstrual phase? And, it, and, and then you can kind of decipher, like, am I in the red moon phase or am I in the white moon phase? What kind of area or um, what kind of phase am I in in my own life? Am I in a maternal phase? Am I in a creative phase where I'm like working really hard on something? And then just start to notice like how that has an impact on you. Mm -hmm. Lots of good things to try out.
1: Yeah, there's definitely, and like, it's so great that tomorrow is going to be something that you can actually actively participate in on Monday rather Mm -hmm. when this drops. Um, So yeah, try, try it out. Absolutely. And as always, we always have our social media and contact info at the end of everything. It will be linked below as well. Our IG, YouTube, and Gmail is at the Holistic Educators. And we love discourse, so please feel free to reach out to us at any time. We look forward to it.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and wherever you can, like and subscribe and share our work. We'd love to reach more people, and you can reach us at any time
1: through one of these links. Absolutely. With that being said, enjoy the new moon. Is it the new moon, Brit tomorrow? Yeah. enjoy the new moon tomorrow and we will see you all next week